You think I'm the boss? <laughs> I'll let you in on. Oh yeah, the secret. Oh yeah, sure. You can manipulate your way to manifestation all on your very own. <laughs> sure, you can be your own god. A fake, fake god just like me. <laughs> For now, I'm the illegitimate fake god. The counterfeit. <laughs> well, let's see. All who follow me are doomed to eternal hellfire. <laughs> How about that? Come join me and suffer. <laughs> Isn't that fun? <laughs> Isn't that fun? <laughs> Isn't that fun? Wow. Wow, I'm lost for words right now. Sounds like, sounds like Satan had a meltdown. Wow, yikes. That doesn't seem enticing. Okay, thank you for joining me. Thank you for joining me. This is another broadcast, um, a redemption transmission. And just, let's just get right into it. Um, Truth and peace. Truth and peace, that's the theme. Truth and peace. <laughs> yeah. So, um, <clears throat> hold on a second, I'm just going to have some water. <sighs> Ooh. <clears throat> mm. Mm. Woo. Thank, thank, thank you, 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 most high, for creating water. Thank you. Woo. Thank you, Father, for the water. Thank you. Okay, um, sorry, I just had a moment there said express myself um so truth and peace and so let's get into it um <clears throat> and you know just <laughs> i had a opener and it was uh basically <laughs> truth in plain sight um and the truth in plain sight is it, it is written in the scriptures uh a fool says in their heart there is no elohim the fool okay so uh, the Lord knoweth, and this is in Second Peter, uh, two nineteen, uh, two, uh, chapter two, verse nine. Okay, Second Peter, chapter two, verse nine. Uh, uh, Yahuwah, the Lord, Yahuwah, Yahweh, knoweth how to deliver the godly out of temptations, and to reserve the unjust unto the day of judgment to be punished wow okay wow there's no rest for the wicked i'll tell you that right now there is no rest for the wicked you want to experience peace that surpasses all understanding well that's with the father abba yes through jesus christ yeshua mashiach the anointed one mashiach ben yosef yes this is the Messiah. And yes, he comes to sit on the throne of Dawid forevermore, our Redeemer and our Deliverer. That through Christ's life, death, and resurrection, we have the opportunity to experience 
life. In scriptures, it states, if you love me, you will keep my commandments. This is Jesus Christ. Yeshua speaking. It says, if you love me, you would keep my commandments. May we walk in the path of righteousness. May we claim our identity once again. Our identity that belongs in Abba. That in Abba that we were made in the likeness and image of our Father. The likeness and image of our Father. Abba. Elohim. From the beginning. Man and woman. We were created to have dominion over this planet. To be fruitful and to multiply. Now is the time for us to reclaim that identity through our redemption and purified blood through Christ Jesus. That we may excel here to eternal rest in love, living love, being in love. And to know as the scripture state, Elohim is love. To love Elohim with all our heart, soul, mind and strength and to love our neighbor as we love ourselves this is the task we must take this is the mantle we must carry we must teach it we must teach it to our children we must teach it to the next generation we must teach the values of the human being and the human dignity we have in christ yes we live in a world filled with turmoil and evil but we have an opportunity to reclaim our right to reclaim our authority in Christ. To take back territory. Take back what the enemy has stolen. Through Christ. In Christ. And by the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit of Abba. The Holy Spirit. The Ruach Kadash. We, could, we can reclaim our identity. To live in a more prosperous. Productive future. For all humanity to enjoy. So, uh, yes, I wanted to state that despite the evils in this world, we have an opportunity. Humanity has an opportunity that in love, okay, and I, I mentioned this before, doesn't mean that you're a doormat. In love, okay, doesn't mean that you uh, protect and you serve to protect, all right? Um, so love is very, is protective, okay? Um. And speaking of the protection, there in throughout scriptures, it's called the great day of the Lord. And if you don't understand that the great day of Yahuwah is, oh boy, it's it's a fierce day. And it's a day of reckoning. And it's a day of reckoning with evil. And all the um, people who enjoy or seemingly enjoy uh, being on the side of the evil. So, uh, it doesn't end well for the wicked, okay? Bottom line, it doesn't end well. It doesn't end well. It's not fun. It's not, this is not a game. This is not a game. This is real deal, folks. This is real. This is reality. We're living it every day. There's people suffering. But I want to let you know, there's hope. There's a living hope we have in Christ Jesus. There's a living hope we have with our Heavenly Father. And uh, he could take what the enemy meant for evil and turn it around all for our good which leads me to my next point perm now before i get into explaining perm and everything like that i wanted to take a moment to think about this passage in job now i want to encourage you as well all you who are listening and taking the time to listen thank you 
if you t go to Job uh, chapter 38 and read all the way to 42, you see that the Most High speaks to your Job. Okay, the Most High is basically telling Job who's boss, and it's something that we could read and really understand when we're reading through these passages. Like who the who's boss? Okay, who's really in control? Who really has all the power um, over everything that is occurring on Earth, and that we can rest to sh assured to know that everything is working out uh, for our good for those who love the Lord. Okay, so let's see here, um, Job. In this particular passage, I just wanted just to read just a little bit because, you know, I don't want to keep you here too long. And so Job, he was a greatly afflicted, right? He did nothing wrong. He was he was righteous man, right standing with the Most High, was obedient to the Most High's commands and tested by this fierce fiery uh let's say the furnace of affliction <laughs> um and came out pure gold the most high blessed him blessed him abundantly even more so than he had previous and so but he was going through this fierce affliction and towards the end towards the we have these final chapters we see here the most high beginning uh speaking to job so uh just to read these uh passages here uh, then this is uh, in chapter 38. Then Yahuwah or the Lord answered Job out of the whirlwind and said, Who is this that darkens counsel by words without knowledge? Gird up now your loins like a man, for I will demand of you and answer you me. Where were you when I laid the foundations of the earth? Good question to ask ourselves. Declare if you have understanding. Who has laid the measures thereof if you know? Question mark. Or who has stretched the line on it? Whereupon are the foundations thereof fastened? Or who laid the cornerstone thereof? When the morning stars sang together and all the sons of Elohim shouted for joy. Or who shut up the sea with doors when it broke forth, if it had issued out of the womb? When I made the cloud the garment thereof, and the thick darkness and swaddling cloth for it, and broke up for it my decreed place, and set bars and doors. Wow. Oh my gosh. This is so interesting. Wow. You got you to gotta read this. Take some time. You want to know who's boss? You want to know who's boss in this world? Read Job chapter 38, verse 42. It helps you put everything in perspective. Okay, as mentioned before, we are in the season of celebration of Purim. It's a part of Hebrew festival, and it's celebrated in the month of Adar. And it uh, is the Alam Blossom. And so I wanted to go into a little bit more about Perm and, and its involvement with Esther. And uh, this is in scriptures too, in the book of Esther. And you can go ahead and read that for yourself. I encourage you to read that, that 
part of scripture of Esther. So we have this Purim moment and it's a great celebration. And I just wanted to share for those who may not know about Purim or may not have heard about Purim and just just get our minds ready and prepared uh, for this great time uh, that's upon us. So uh, this is a, a great uh, celebratory time, as mentioned. Uh, this is a great celebratory time. Uh, and it occurs in late winter, uh, again, in the month of Adar. Uh, the, it's a 14th he Hebrew month. And, and it's a late winter, uh, early spring. Uh, so as spring, um, uh, biblical Hebrew feast days is upon us as well. So, uh, so uh, yes, uh, this is occurring on uh, this year, uh, 2021, uh, February 25th and continues through Friday, uh, February 26th, extended through Sunday in uh, Jerusalem, in Jerusalem. So it uh, commemorates the um, a beautiful event, a divinely orchestrated event, uh, salvation of the uh, Judean, the uh, uh, people's the Jewish people uh, in ancient Persian Empire from Haman's plot to destroy and kill and annihilate uh, by genocide the Judeans the Jews okay young and old and infants and women in a single day uh, so literally lots uh, in ancient Persian and Perm was thus named since Haman had thrown lots to determine when he would carry out his diabolical scheme as recorded in um, the book of Esther. Okay, and I encourage you again to read this book. It's phenomenal. You'll see that um, in the end, I'll just do a giveaway that Haman, Haman was hung on the same gallows that he, he uh, erected to uh, hang Mordecai and uh, it was a horrific day, not for the uh, Judean people, not for Esther, not not for uh, Mordecai, and, and not for the the Jewish people, the Hebrew people. Them, uh, it was a it was a it was a horrific day for those who planned this diabolical scheme to slaughter the um, uh, to slaughter the the chosen people of the Most High. So um, we c we could see these perms right happening again and again throughout history. These moments. Um, where we have divinely orchestrated events. Um, some have even compared that to what is we're seeing happen now on the world stage. Um, and we, we must be fully aware of these diabolical schemes, often done in the shadows, and how the Most High is really the one who is in full and complete control. And is more than capable more than capable capable of delivering delivering his people and i'm not just talking about the uh descendants of israel I'm, um i'm not just talking about that i'm not talking about just the bloodline of that i'm not just talking about that i'm talking about also the expanded new covenant uh believers i'm talking about all those who are the chosen cho the, the children of elohim okay the children of elohim through jesus christ all right, through Yeshua HaMashiach, uh, the people of the Most High, that those that don't hate 
Elohim because because quite frankly there's people that hate um the most high um so the alum uh the the almond blossom the month of Adar we have and so I wanted to read this passage in Esther because it puts it helps put things in understanding uh it's the source of all of the truth of the matter really so we have here on the 13th day of the month of Adar this is in scripture in uh chapter 9 of Esther uh, and on the 14th day of the same rested day and made it a day of feasting and gladness i like feasting how about you i like to have a celebration this is a good month to do it but the jews uh the judeans and uh were at uh shushan assembled together in the 13th day thereof and i'm reading king james version so if you see uh if you hear these and thousand thuses and on the 14th thereof and on the 13th day of the same they rested and made it a day of feasting and gladness therefore the jews or the judeans of the village villages uh that dwelt in the unwalled towns made the 14th day of the month of adar a day of gladness and feasting <laughs> gladness and feasting <laughs> so much fun and a good day of and sending portions one to another oh it's just a wonderful day and more and mordecai wrote these things and sent letters unto all the jews that were in all the provinces of the king Assyrius, <laughs> uh, both nigh to near and far to establish this among them uh, that they would keep the 14th day of the month of the dar and the 15th day the same yearly yearly as the days wherein, and here's the kicker post. <laughs> this is from the Jews rested from their enemies, and the month, the month, the month, excuse me, the month which was turned unto them from sorrow to joy. I want to repeat that: from sorrow to joy, and from mourning into a good day, <laughs> a good day, a perfect day, and. Um, that they should make them days of feasting and joy and of sending portions one to another and gifts to the poor. Isn't that wonderful? Isn't that wonderful? And I, I just want to stop it right there. But I just think it's a wonderful celebration because... Um, we see we see in these passages that the people of the most high were experience experiencing um a near death experience they were facing total and utter annihilation by a cruel and vicious diabolical plot and what do we see here the tables turn the tables turn and there's times and throughout scripture you see the tables turning where the, there's a um, divine intervention with daniel uh divine intervention and and mind you um it, it doesn't here we have haman on the wrong team and you have people that play on the wrong team 
um and in the end it doesn't end well not only for them but for the entire household um yes because it wasn't Haman was the only one that suffered that that uh on the gallows there that was uh, <laughs> he erected for Mordecai uh we see here more people caught up in the diabolical scheme of things and as a result he ended up hurting his household so now we have this other tale in scripture with Moses and we see him struggling and he has a moment right to reflect on this after um the most high lets him know who the boss is in Exodus or Shamar, um chapter four verse eleven chapter four chapter four verse uh, 11 so Yahuwah or Yahweh said unto him who hath made man's mouth he was nervous about talking by the way I just want to fill you in on that or who makes the mute or the, or the sighted or the blind is it not I Yahuwah wow that's a good question now go I will help you as you speak, and I will teach you what to say. Wow, that's a comforting moment, knowing that, you know, we're not out here, you know, on our own. Throughout scriptures, you'll see passages where the Most High speaks, and it is recorded that, Fear not, fear not, fear not, for I am with you, fear not, fear not, fear not, all over the place, fear not, fear not, fear not, I'm here, I'm here, I'm here, I'm fighting for you. I'm fighting for you. When you can't see me, you don't know what's going on. I'm fighting for you. I'm fighting for you. Go ahead. Go out. I go before you. I'm behind you. I'm all around you. I'm with you. You know, and we can see this plainly in the book of Esther as well. You know, the enemy had a diabolical plot, a scheme to slaughter, to, to put mass genocide on the chosen people of the Most High. Massive genocide, plot and scheme. Okay? So, just like the enemy has a plan, <laughs> the most high, the most high had an even better plan. Okay? An even better, an even better plan. An even better plan. And not only did the most high have an even better plan, he delivered his people and he brought joy and gladness uh where it could have been a moment of complete and utter destruction and pain and suffering for them it turned into a day of reckoning for the wicked it, it turned into a day of reckoning for haman who erected those gallows to hang mordecai so take heart know that when we go through this life and we have these obstacles that occur that we're not alone. That the Most High, we can depend on the Most High. And the reason why uh, I'm highlighting uh, also too, Esther, and I'm highlighting Moses, both uh, were figures in scriptures that had to speak up. They had to speak up. They had to, to speak. 
they had to despite of the odds against them. We have uh, Esther took a tremendous risk. She could have been thrown out and she went before the king without permission. Uh, we have we have uh, Mo Moses, Moshe. He he went before he went before uh, to to Pharaoh, uh, and yeah, he also could have been completely destroyed if it wasn't for the grace and favor of the Most High upon him. And he had to speak, and he had a speech impediment in the scriptures, and yet he went out and he had, he spoke up to deliver deliver his people from bondage. So I'm highlighting these two um, figures in scripture to lead into um, this next point about the freedom of speech and how valuable it is. And quite frankly, and how nobody owns your mouth. Why? Because they didn't create it. And the most high created both our mouth, our tongue, and ability to communicate. And it's a wonderful expression. It's all about it's how we relate to one another in relationships and how we interact with one another. And it is very valuable. It is very extremely valuable and beneficial. It's all a part of our human experience. If you strip people of their freedom to speak and to express themselves, you are stripping them from their humanity. Therefore, it is a human right. Yes, so unfortunately, especially in the States, unfortunately, there is tremendous amount of uh, persecution happening in this particular area. People unable to um, express themselves uh, freely. Now, all by design, uh, many people uh, share discourse or exchange communications through technology. And there is like the centralized uh, distribution of communications with what's called big tech. And on these big tech platforms, there have been tremendous amount of censorship. And this is directly targeting this specific area of, of freedom of speech. But if I had a diabolical scheme to dominate the entire planet, to control, and uh, yeah, a muzzle sounds great. I mean, yeah, that works. You know, you put a muzzle on somebody's mouth, they're not able to talk and communicate. They're not able to assemble themselves. They're not able to challenge my authority. Of course, I would absolutely put a muzzle i would put a muzzle and i would just keep the cattle and the sheep from being able to talk and assemble and blah 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 Thank goodness for the beacon of freedom. Woo, thank goodness. It's being assaulted right now, but buckle up, guys. Oh my gosh, we have to watch this. It's so disturbing. <laughs> what? Freedom of speech literally being stripped before our very eyes. Uh, people travel, um, what to think? People have 
migrated to the United States of America from different countries where they experience tremendous amount of excessive oppression in cases where they've dealt with dictatorships their freedom of speech was totally annihilated they lived in totalitarian regimes and to come to America and this concept of freedom of speech this ability to redress grievances to the government oh my gosh I mean in certain places communist countries they're not able to express themselves if they have an opinion about their government they end up in a camp or worse they're not even able to express their preferred spirituality Christians are persecuted so <laughs> do you get it now if the United States is the is the final frontier <laughs> of this beacon of freedom for the world and it's being dismantled attacked right uh you understand what's at stake here don't you do you understand what's at stake here i'll give you a hint it begins with an f and it ends with an n fm it's an fm freedom okay so uh i wanted to read some quotes and <laughs> I just want to get some quotes out. Um, I want to read some quotes. Freedom of speech quotes. I wanted to share some freedom of speech quotes. Uh, let's start with George Orwell since I'm going about big tech censorship and all that. If liberty means anything at all, it means the right to tell people what they do not want to hear. <laughs> and... Uh, Yes, um, let's see. Henry Louis Gates Jr. Oh, um, censorship is the art as lynching is to justice. Hmm. Oh, just, justice was, speaking of justice, justice was brought to Mordecai real smooth. Justice was brought to Herman as well. Real smooth too. Real smooth and quick. Hung on the same gallows that he erected for Mordecai. Let's see here. George Washington. If freedom of speech is taken away, then dumb and silent we may be led like sheep to the slaughter. <laughs> sheep to the slaughter. I believe in scriptures it says the enemy counts as a uh, sheep for the slaughter. And uh, yeah, freedom of speech, very, very valuable see what else is uh see what else is a good good quote oh, pr president harry s truman president harry s truman uh another patriot right american patriot and of course you know people have their own opinions about uh president harry s truman but i'm not going to get into the political discourse here just to share this quote once a government is committed to the principle of silencing the voice of opposition it has only one way to go and that is down the path of increasingly repressive measures until it becomes a source of terror to all its citizens and creates a country where everyone lives in fear and that that 
that particular quote comes from a special message to Congress on the internal internal security of the United States. Okay, this is a domestic concern addressed by President Harry S. Truman, uh, August eighth uh, in nineteen fifty. Okay, so let's end on some Benjamin Franklin. <laughs> let's end on some Benjamin Franklin. Benjamin Franklin, another uh, contributor, founding contributor to the American Republic. Whosoever would overthrow the liberty of a nation must begin by subduing the freeness of speech. Now you get it? Now do you get it? Now do you get it? Now do you get why freedom of speech is under such assault? All right, so um, that concludes our quote tour. I normally do a scripture tour. Today was a bit of a quote tour. Um, so it is a human right. Okay, so let's get it in our mind, uh, get it into our minds that uh, freedom of speech is a human right. That's what I'm, sta- you know, attempting to express here, and has been expressed by great minds that have preceded myself and those to come hopefully the next generation please carry the torch of, of freedom and of liberty and of being obedient and following the path of righteousness and continue to to express the freedom of speech and uh so in the value of discourse okay the value of exchanging ideas and this is what freedom of speech allows it allows people to uh, exchange ideas and so in the U.S. Constitution, <laughs> remember that, the U.S. Constitution, I think um, now more than ever, people are uh, reading the Constitution. They want to understand it more and more. They want to read, oh, oh, yeah, what about my Bill of Rights? So so they're reading the um, Bill of Rights, and uh, because we're living in a, um, in a generation where all these foundational values are being highlighted and unfortunately in some cases assaulted very aggressively so in particular freedom of speech so this concept coming soon nice try fail so thankfully there are people just continuously expressing the value of our first amendment right um, as uh, united states citizens uh, have been in this tr- the you know, trenches against the oncoming and a repeated uh, assault on the freedom of speech. But in the f- the First Amendment, I'm just gonna I'm just gonna read the First Amendment um, just for those who may not uh, necessarily be familiar with it. And um, so the First Amendment, and this is in um, uh, uh, Constitution of the United States, Congress shall make no law. Uh, respecting an establishment of religion and keep that in mind because i'm going to bring something up um or prohibiting the free exercise thereof or prohibiting the free exercise thereof this is all in the constitution folks or abridging the freedom of speech or of the press or of the press or of the press, or the right of the people 
to peacefully assemble or the right of the people to peacefully uh to peacefully assemble and to petition the government for a redress of grievances and to petition the government for a redress of grievances i was reading some things twice because i wanted it to sink in not only for myself but hopefully for other people so we could get a better understanding it's the constitution of the united states the first amendment right so and uh we don't want people overstepping their bounds and trying to get tyrannical on us do we so um the early founders now i want to go to those who uh traveled across the seas um uh, Roger William, and he has this particular uh, writing, and it it just highlights this. I would, I would let's just call it a beautiful discourse. At the time, um, the bl- the bloody tenet of persecution, uh, the liberty of conscience, and he expressed um, the freedom of religion in this in this um, particular circulation. It's it's not circulated now, but um, the truth and peace, truth and peace, and uh you know for people to worship as they chose and there was a written response actually um there was also a written response uh to the bl- to the bloody tenet of persecution <laughs> you know uh there was uh it was called the bloody tenet uh washed and made co- made uh white in the blood of the lamb yeah i'm sorry okay so the bloody tenant washed and made white in the blood of the of the lamb and that was written by Kant and it was response to Roger Williams of his uh, ideas that he put forth in his publication so they had this healthy healthy discourse uh this battle of words per se through the course of 10 years and they had that because and then cotton also wrote as response after roger williams response so we have this discourse happening of ideas and concepts all regarding freedom and so they, they had this discussion this discourse and it helped it helped as some scholars have put forth that the the founding of the first amendment you know this discourse between between these uh, ideas, and so th- this liberty of conscience, this um, common goal that they shared, to, uh, this common goal of freedom and what that looked like, and so this healthy discourse happened between them. You know they were coming from an oppression, they were coming from uh, totalitarian <laughs> monarch rule. And now they were in these colonies forging their own path and they were coming together uh, with a vision and with their own ideas and exchanges. And also, um, there was um, uh, run-ins, you could say, Roger Williams had with uh, John with John uh, uh vindication and uh, relation publication and where uh you know the, the Roger Williams would get in these heated debates it's uh recorded he was get he would get in these these heated debates uh especially with Quakers that you know he he drastically disagreed with their their uh religious uh d- doctrines and, and and such but the he understood the value of them being able to express their ideas and express uh themselves freely so the value of freedom wasn't something that was taken lightly so um 
what can we gain you know we're in 2021 now in our understanding of uh, history we're at this moment where we can either sink or swim we're at a moment where we can either sink or swim and it is a living hope that through the help of the most high the most high god the most high that we will not sink that we will swim and we will reach the shores of freedom and liberty for all that we will be able to share discourse and that and as we take back the night of literally being raped of our freedom as we take back the night what do we want our new freedom to look like and this is going to take collaborative effort this is going to be uh take hearing ideas we may not necessarily agree with this is going to take us learning more how to listen and to listen more than we talk and there's a a phrase you know that's why we have two ears two ears and one mouth so we can listen more than we talk we can actually gain an understanding of what's really happening allowing people to have political discourse and it's not just politics it's really just anything Right. And having a platform and having having a space, a leveling playing field to be creative, to invite innovation that actually helps humanity and not hurt humanity, but helps humanity to be productive and prosperous. And this is worldwide. This is a worldwide. What's happening now, the what we're seeing happening on the world stage, you know, it's it's a network with worldwide significance so we're all connected we're all in this basically together they have the face we're all in this together stay home no we're all in this together to create a new prosperous productive humanity not an oppressed humanity that's kept down and kept low and kept slaughtered we're talking we're talking about a new frontier in innovation, a new frontier in how we relate to one another respectfully, a new frontier we're not beholden by bribes, a new frontier is that we're beholden to each other and we have a mutual uh, benefit to our exchanges that actually help humanity and not hurt it. You know, we have an opportunity for not only ourselves, but for the generations to follow, to to frame a better world, to leave them a better place. And hey, people may disagree with me, but that begins with putting our Heavenly Father first above all things, the creator of all life, the creator of all this earth, and to serve him and obey, be obedient to his commandments. That means to love one another, to love one another as we love ourselves. This is the golden rule, you know, treat others the way you like to be treated. You know, if you want to be, you want to enjoy being locked up in a cell with no food and water and, you know, you want to do that for kicks, you know, you, you, would you like to be locked up? Because sometimes the most high gives you what you dished out, you know, you get locked up with no food or water in a cage somewhere and then you're given time to think about, oh man, I remember the time I locked up people in a cage and I didn't give them no food or water i didn't give them anything to drink some people experience that in hell 
So I'm, pu- I'm trying to put things in perspective for us to understand that we have to take time to really get it straight. We have to say, what do we want? Okay, freedom. Okay, it's freedom. It's freedom. Let's move towards liberty. Where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. And, uh, yeah, you don't want to be stuck on the wrong team because uh, the Most High, when he brings his wrath, you look in scriptures when the Most High just about had enough. People refuse to repent and that's it. You get you get a certain amount of time and then it's over. And people have left this planet on the wrong team in this spa- and, and experience eternal eternal judgment and you say well how do you know have you died and went to hell and came back well i had an out-of-body experience okay i've had i've had a personal out-of-body experience where it floated up out of my body and i saw my body laying there and then i was flying up in the air until i was thrust back down to the to my body so you could say that I have a bit of understanding. The good thing about it was I was actually floating up because I, you know, I didn't end up, you know, going down, down to the depths of Shalol. So I think I was <laughs> pretty good, good, good way up, you know, going up, 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 you know, everybody looks up to the sky and wants to be there. You know, you don't want to get dragged down by some demon down to the darkness, out of outer darkness. So that's a good thing. But yeah, we all have experiences in, in, in this life. And I won't, listen, Choose the right team. I, w- I want to say this. Um, it's over. <laughs> it's over. I, I have no other reason. Is um, Time's up. And it's over. Uh, you, you had your chance to uh, pick a team. And you picked the wrong team. So it's over. It's judgment. It's just falling down like rocks. It's judgment time. Judgment has already been declared in the heavenlies, and we already know how it ends. Christ reigns victoriously. So, salutes in this uh, beautiful season of Purim. Let's uh, make sure we're on Team Mordecai instead of Team Haman, because it surely did not end well for Haman. <laughs> it did not end well for Haman. It does not end well for the wicked, folks. It does not end well for the wicked. So, so let's walk by faith, not by sight. Stick to and endure uh traveling down this beautiful path because it literally is the best path forward thank you for joining me and i hope you have a wonderful day or evening and if you have listened to me for this long you deserve a uh, long listener reward (laughs) you definitely deserve that and uh, god bless you and may god bless america